Hello. Hey. Hi. So it's recording. So. Oh, hello. Before you talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me just introduce everything. Um, this is the second midweek TV episode of Pop Culture Twine. I'm Morgan, the main host. Um, but today's special because this is the first time that I have a co-host, and it's Megan. What's up, Megan? Hello. So Megan and I have been friends um, since like senior year of high school. I yeah. Guess. Ish. Um, mm-hmm. Besides that time I kicked you out of my party when I was drunk. Hashtag gothic get down. <laughs> yeah. Gothic party and I kicked Megan out before I knew her, but then we became friends. And then we actually lived together for like over two years. And good times, good times, good times, crazy <laughs> times. But we always watched The Bachelor together. So she was a perfect person to like co-host the TV episodes with. Because, like, we would always go in on contestants. Like, we can shit talk for days about these people. True. Just, like, trying to get on my podcast ever since I started. (laughs) (laughs) Guilty! So, yeah, this is the first episode where we have, like, a co-host, and hopefully everything works out. Unless you guys are like, get that bitch off of there. And that's okay, too. I'll drop her over there, like, we like Megan more. Can you just quit? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just, like, pass a hand over everything to you. No, this is, like, weirdly nerve-wracking, so if I suck, just hang up on me. Okay. <laughs> I'll just be like, <laughs> I lost that footage, but I'll keep going for my fans. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk, we're blah, 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 that's our intro. If you need to know anything more, I guess just slide into my DMs. Some people really have been sliding into my DMs, just, like, about random stuff. <laughs> really? That's kind of funny. It's hilarious. Like, a school. So, hi everyone <laughs> yeah which we'll talk about outside of this um but yeah slide into my dms follow me on instagram it's pop cultured swine podcast on instagram and if you like want to know anything more about megan or whatever you can do that or maybe like i'll post a picture of you <laughs> oh my god don't <laughs> <laughs> the, the pickle picture <laughs> okay no <laughs> We won't go into that. Now um, I'll hang up on you if you do that. <laughs> also, this is kind of weird because I don't think we've ever talked on the phone. I know. I was just thinking that. Like, we haven't lived together in, like, many, many years. And the first time I started hearing your voice regularly again was when you started doing this podcast. So, no, we don't speak on the phone. <laughs> but, like, we talk every day. And that's, like, so weird. Like, we talk nonstop every day. Mainly just through memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's as like, true friends do. <laughs> like, as true friends do. Like, we don't need any more communication than that. And anytime there's something more, we'd, like, go over to text. But all day long, we just are in each other's, like, Instagram DMs. But just with, like, solely memes. About- yeah. So, maintaining a phone conversation with you for the next however many minutes is a real, um, it's a real important point in our friendship. I know. I know. It's kind of weird to hear your voice. I hate my voice in recordings, by the way. So I'm just going to throw that out there as a disclaimer. At least you don't have a lisp like I do. Also, which I hear so bad when I listen back on myself. I'm like, how does anybody listen to me during the day? Oh, what? I feel like I don't even notice it on you. Oh my God, I notice it so bad. But also, this will be super nice to have a co-host because, bitch, I get so thirsty when I'm recording. <laughs> But I can't <laughs> just, like, take a drink because then everyone's going to just hear me, like, take a drink. So this will be nice. I'll just, like, let you ronder about something and then I'll just be, like, sipping in the corner. That's fine. Sip okay. that LaCroix. And I always have so much to say in response to you, like, as I'm listening. So instead of just, like, blowing you up with text messages, as usual, as we said, I can just respond to you in real time. Yeah, like, your first thing where you're like, 
Shut that fuck up. <laughs> okay, like I could not sound like more of a douche. So thanks for putting that on blast. But that's fine. That's fine. I was like cracking up so hard because I almost was like, delete my number. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that. I mean, I was right. He's from Staten Island. Okay. Well, he's moved on up to that 16 mil apartment. But anyway, that's, yeah. that's your Sunday ups. I'll, I'll Sunday stay in my lane. I'll stay in my lane. We won't get into that. Um, but also, if you guys like like having me have a co-host, let me know. And maybe I'll try to like rotate co-hosts on Sunday because it's kind of hard to just be funny when you're like talking like alone to yourself in your like sad studio apartment. Um, it's like a little depressing and it's hard to like think of funny things. So yeah, like, I don't see how you do it, but yeah. you're you're really keeping up the good work. But then I listen back and I'm like, I'm funnier than that in real life. Everyone who's listening who doesn't know me, I'm funnier in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like hard to like read things and like record and like be professional and like come up with like humor. No, that's a good point. So it's maybe like rotating. Okay, whatever. Let's get into um, or Monday night's Bachelorette. So Megan was like texting me nonstop, like, watch it. Let me know when you watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was pretty crazy. So a lot happened. I know. A lot happened. And she was like sending people home left and right. I know. She's been doing that a lot, though, and I'm cool with it. Me too. Because she has such a group of like crappy dudes. Yeah. There's only maybe like two or three. That I feel like she would even consider like dating, much less getting engaged to. Agreed, because everyone, like we've talked about, everyone seems just like really immature. Yeah. Um, like emotionally. I mean, truly, yes. That picture debacle and whatever happened in this yeah. week's episode, which we'll get to, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's. I'll just do like a little opening. So this week's episode, like I said last week, they go to Vegas. Um, they stay at the Aria Hotel and Casino, which they, like, made sure to plug multiple times. Yeah. And then it starts off with Colton getting the one-on-one, and we can talk about this. So the one-on-one was them <laughs> riding camels, like, in the middle of the desert. Well, can I just say, like, what a rip-off. She brings all these guys to Vegas, and they're all, like, so stoked. And then every date that they go on is, like, off the strip in the middle of nowhere, like, yeah. really weird weird activities yeah yeah and like <laughs> it was just so weird because it was like in the middle of nowhere they're like riding these camels but then like it's not even cute or romantic because like the camels like won't stay together and then like Colton's being like I couldn't even talk to her because like my camel like wouldn't go next to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was overall the awkward yeah and then like the part that killed me so then after they get off the camels there's a random fucking hot tub, but, like, not a cute hot tub. Like, literally, it's, like, when you go to – I literally – my notes, it says, hot tub? Is this a trailer park? Yeah, it, yeah. It looks like one of those hot tubs from, like, I don't know. What's that, like, pool store in Phoenix? Oh, like, Leslie's? Or- yeah, there's always, like, a random hot tub in the middle of the store that's just kind <laughs> of, like, there. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, like, it looked like a hot tub they got at, like, Goodwill that they happened to find, and then they were like, let's put this on our camel farm. <laughs> yeah. It was so random. It looked literally like a trailer park. Like, just a fucking hot tub in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> and then they're, like, weirdly hardcore making out in it. Yeah, her bathing suit was not cute either. 
Well, no. Okay, this is like another thing I want to. But talk- I, I know, I know. Yeah. Why? Who's styling her? It's all bad. That's it's pretty much like bad. I took notes, and my notes all say like beaded necklace, ugly earrings, <laughs> ugly bathing suit. <laughs> earrings. I know exactly what earrings you're talking. About. Yeah. <laughs> because like, do they have to like cut costs, and so they couldn't like get a stylist this season? Every yeah. outfit is so terrible. Yeah, and it's not like we're the only ones that think that. Like everyone thinks that. Yeah. And by everyone, I mean like the internet. Well, that's everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Is there. Anytime that I'm like, oh yeah, that's like my that's what my friends say. It's like someone I follow <laughs> that I don't know. One of my followers. I'm like, oh yeah, my friend does that for a living. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I've never met them. They don't know otherwise. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then they're like in the hot tub, and then like I just like don't. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this out loud but like I don't understand like I don't get the point of like hardcore making out in a hot tub like she's like straddling him like I don't get the point of hardcore making out in a hot tub if you like yeah. can't have sex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean okay I'm not gonna go that far into that little comment but <laughs> yes agree and when she's clear that she's like only interested in Colton for his looks right. I feel yeah um Oh, let's talk about- I don't know. There's not that much to him. Yeah. Let's talk about the Colton drama, but after we finish the whole thing, because I don't want people to get confused. Oh, okay. Um, but don't let me forget to talk about that, because that was crazy. Okay. Hopefully, I don't. <laughs> and so, yeah, they, like, make out in the hot tub, and then they, like, go to dinner afterwards, and she's wearing an ugly outfit, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, keeps talking about his ex and, like, what love means to him. Like, he, like, won't drop it. Because I was like, do you, Get do you think that X was Ali Raisman? I don't know. I think so. I think so too. Um, but, but I have no reason to think that. That's just a one hundred percent assumption. Well, that's all the show is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always like the craziest season, and you're like, I have to assume what's going on. Yeah. Um, but like he just like won't. I feel like he just like wouldn't stop talking about like because he's he's like trying to defend the fact that he's only told one person that he loves them. But I'm like, that doesn't need defending. I feel like he was, like, getting so defensive about it. Like, I just want you to, like, know, like, I only have told one person because, like, love's important to me. And it's, like, I think it's better to only have told, like, a few people than to tell, like, a ton of people. Yeah, for sure. I I don't know. I feel like he's still trying to, like, suck up to her to make up for the, like, Tia thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's still trying to, like, win her back. So he's, like, tiptoeing around things to try to, like, make her happy. I don't know. I'm over him. I'm over him, too, and plus, from what we know that we'll talk about in a second, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why I'm over him. I mean, I could stare at his face all day, but he he doesn't need to speak. (laughs) (laughs) He reminds me of someone we know, but I can't figure out who it is. And if you know, obviously don't say their name. (laughs) Yeah, no, I won't. (laughs) Text me later. (laughs) Um, And then they, like, go on a double-decker bus down the strip. And that fucking sign. So then there's like a lit up sign on the strip that says like kiss her. <laughs> yeah. And all the guys see it from her hotel room. Yeah, and they're just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this show. I like wish I worked for this show. So that Oh my god, I know. Write this cheesy shit. Like, and then what if we had a sign that said like kiss her? <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment in the life of a bachelor producer. I would assume. I don't know, but I would assume. I would assume, too, or, like, your favorite line where it was, like, roll the dice on love or whatever. Yeah. 
they said that at least like 12,000 times yeah, they kept, in like, the first 10 minutes gambling things like about love yeah um oh and then my my next note is david's eye is fucked like oh my time. god i know it's so scary Ooh. i just like don't know how like that happened just from falling out of a bunk bed uh, he must have been lit yeah because i'm like wait you just fell out of a like bunk bed like is this bunk bed 30 feet into the air yeah like did he fall onto a pole that impaled his eyeball or something because that just it looks gross it's all red like internally bleeding oh yeah yeah um but that that, no it was just like random because it was like the first time i'd seen david in the episode so i just randomly was like david's eyes fucked oh well actually that's the part where him and jordan are talking (laughs) and he's like i don't know jordan how do you feel about like getting the last rose and Jordan's like oh, yeah. exactly how you felt two seconds before getting the second, second to last, last rose. rose. <laughs> oh shit. Um and then all the guys go well not all the guys but most of the guys go on a group date and <laughs> like a random note I wrote was the super long walkway they had to get to Becca and she was like come on guys <laughs> the walkway to get to her from like the driveway was so uncomfortably long. I was, like, giggling to myself in my apartment. <laughs> they were all trying to, like, jog run to get to her. <laughs> I didn't even notice. It's so funny because they all want to be the first one to get to her to, like, yeah. scoop her up in their arms. But they just look super goofy. It's like when you're holding the door for someone and they're taking forever. That's what it was. She's holding the door. Yeah, because she kept being, like, hustle. But she had to say it, like, four <laughs> times. The walkway was, like, three miles. Well, she's all about making them, like, compete and do competitive yeah. things to win her affection. So, wouldn't surprise me. She's, like, maybe into immature men. I mean, you would think. Well, <laughs> yeah. But I feel like she, like, likes that thing. Like, he got in a bar fight for me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's into that. I don't, I don't get a vibe on her, which I've talked about endlessly on this show. But, like... <laughs> I know, and I actually like her. I think she seems, like, cool, down to earth, so I kind of disagree with you there, but that's well, okay. I, I, I can see why she would annoy the hell out of someone. I just, like, she doesn't annoy me as much as I'm just, like, so unimpressed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like her. Okay, well, she, I mean, she stands far above all the men. Oh, 100%. Um, and so then the group date is uh, at Wayne Newton's house, and he, like, pulls up on a horse. This was terrifying. Bitch, his face. It was all terrifying. How many? How many facelifts do you think he's had? I, I don't know, but we were talking about David's eye being messed up. But oh, yeah. like Wayne Newton, where he's looking left and right at the same time at all times and forward, <laughs> and probably backwards. It looks like like something out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where he like cut off someone else's face and like sewed it onto his. Yeah, it's disturbing. Whoever, I, I don't know if he's still, like, getting plastic surgery, but it's at the point where, like, whoever his doctor is needs to be, like, I think you should reconsider. Yeah, yeah, it looks so crazy. His face literally doesn't move. It has no wrinkles at all. Like, it legit doesn't move. Like, it looks like a Barbie's face, but his it's... eyes are, like, trying to escape. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, really, it does look like someone showed a face on him, and underneath you can see his eyes being, like, help me yeah oh my god no that's 100 percent accurate but his face is all like discolored yeah like, light orange and dark orange all 
tie-dye. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I've never seen someone look so bizarre. Yeah, it's alarming. Um, But his mansion is huge. Like, how much is he worth? Because I was like, that's a lot of fucking shit you got going on. But I guess it's also, like, in the desert of Nevada, so. Right. That um, property he, value. That worth. Um, And then, like, the, oh. He's worth $25 million a year? Like, doing what? Doing what? I mean, I know that he, like, performs and he's, like, the Vegas guy, but I just, I, ew. Whoa. Okay. Well, shit. I take back his fit. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> Where does he even perform in Vegas? I don't know, but that's not I important. have no idea. Uh, and, like, I like how The Bachelor always, like, gets the most random people, like, random celebrities to be oh. on the show. When they're like, Wayne Newton? What the fuck? Like, if I had been there, I'd have been like, okay. Yeah. No, their <laughs> celebrity features this year are really weird. They're so like super C list, D list, uh, whatever. They're budgeting. They got rid of their stylist. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're like, we're on a budget this year. Ari fucked us last year. Yeah, Uh-oh. for real. So, blah, blah, blah. His face is weird. <laughs> My notes are just so funny about his face. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, his voice is even weirder. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Um, and then when he like sings to his wife and he like, she goes to say, like, it's like that long silence. And then he yeah. goes to say something because he's, like, not talking. And then he starts singing. That was painful. I couldn't handle it. It was so awkward. You could tell she was just like, okay. His wife is pretty. Like, I feel like her face wasn't directly facing the camera that long. But she, I, am I right? She was, like, super gorge. Yeah, she was pretty. And she, like, looked, like, not, like, creepy young. Because I was like, oh, God. Like, what's his wife going to look like? Is she going to be, like, 22? But, yeah, yeah. Just, like, appropriately aged. Yeah, and she looked good for her age. I mean, I, I literally don't know anything. Also, like we said, this is all speculation and assumption. Yeah, actually, I'm 25. <laughs> but she, she looked, looked like she looked like she had probably had work done, but yeah. it was like good work. <laughs> yeah, like not Barbie doll. Um, so on the group date, they have to like write a song for Becca. So they like all spread out on Wayne Newton's campground, <laughs> commute or whatever the compound. And they're, like, sitting on rocks and, like, next to a pond, just trying to get their feelings out. And they have to write it. Did they Did they have to write it to the tune of Dunkashay? Or did they all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay, get, like. <laughs> um, no, I think that was part of the assignment. Okay. And it was all really awkward, all their songs. This is, like, the worst type of date. Not that I would ever go on a show like this, but if I did this type of date would be my worst nightmare. Oh, I agree. I actually bring that up in a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't ever <laughs> you guys. Hang up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lost that footage. Anyways, um, oh, first can we talk about Wills and his fucking cute floral outfit? Um, maybe, if he I recall. He a floral romper. Okay, but he probably looked good in it. No, he did. He looked hot as hell. Yeah, I mean, love him. More on that later. But yeah, love Mills him. is my favorite right now. Um, mm-hmm. And so they, like, write all these songs for her for her in the tune of Don Cachet, and then they, like, gets revealed that they have to sing it in front of, like, a live audience at, like, a cabaret show. It's, like, big surprise. Yeah. Like, I didn't see I, like, that coming. I literally put, I would have walked out right then. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Chris, I would be beyond pissed. I mean, he clearly took a different approach to this date. But I would be so pissed if I were him to do, like, the second singing and performing date with some C-list celebrity. 
<laughs> yeah, because he had to sing that other song, and he's like, "Listen, bitch, I don't write lyrics for a li- like living." Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why he went crazy, just because he was sick of these <laughs> bullshit dates. Which, that, which, if that's the case, then honestly, don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, I'm like, I can't write you any more songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like. I thought it was, like, funny. I mean, I, like, literally would have left if that was me. Because I'm, like, there's no way I'm, like, performing this made-up song I made in front of, like, 90 people at this cabaret. Like, sorry. Yeah, they were all pretty good sports about it, though. Which is fun, because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like whenever this stuff happens, there's always at least one person who just kind of, like, throws a fit. Yeah. And that didn't happen, so it was kind of, it was cute. It was entertaining, whatever. Yeah, it was, like, a lot of fun. They are all pretty goofy. Um, I was, like, waiting for someone to throw a fit, but that usually happens, like, with the women, when it's, like, The Bachelor. Not to be, like, by women or whatever, but, like. Yeah, no, actually, I was thinking that, too. Yeah, or, like, that always happened on, like, America's Next Top Model. Yeah. <laughs> they would have, like, meltdowns having to perform anything. Um, cut their hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, yeah, Chris did, like, really good because he, like, went all out, but I was also, like, relaxed. Okay, yeah, but, like, barf. Yeah, but he did good, I guess. He was, like, the best one out of it because he, like, went into the audience and was, like, dancing or whatever. Um, So everyone was, like, oh, good job, blah, blah, blah. Because he's had practice. <laughs> yeah, because he's, like, been there last week. I already know how to perform. <laughs> My Vegas show's opening next fall. <laughs> um, and then... Blake got the, like, rose, group date, rose, whatever. Because she always hands out, like, a rose during the group date. So be like, I like you the best out of her. Well, he said that he was falling in love with her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, like, I like Blake, but people, like, are really standing Blake hard. And I think he, like, is definitely one of the top two contenders because I only like two people. Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I've been saying. Yeah. But I don't think, like, I'm not, like, standing him as much as everyone else is standing him. Maybe everyone's just standing him because, like, there's literally no one else. So they're like, I've got to put all of my energy into Blake. Yeah. I don't know. He's, like, very, he's very cute. He's cute. And he's, like, pretty goofy in, like, the cute way. Yeah. And he seems like he, like, really respects her. And he doesn't, he's not cocky at all, which I like. Because a lot of the other guys are so cocky. Yeah. Blake just has, like, the really like a super nice guy vibe like which is why happy. he won't win <laughs> um and then like this is like the beginning of chris having a meltdown <laughs> because like <laughs> i was like horrified by the way the episode, i was like oh my god um so chris so every time there's like a group date sorry i, I have to explain shows because like my dad listens <laughs> so i have to like oh. explain everything got it um, so every time there's a group date, they all get, like, one-on-one time with her where they can, like, talk to her and, like, connect. Um, but she, like, ended it early, so then Chris couldn't talk to her. And so then he, like, fully had a meltdown. Well, that it's was- not like he couldn't talk to her. He was just waiting for her to come to him. Yeah. Maybe? Like, he could yeah. have gotten off his ass at, like, any time. Right. I was like it it was kind of confusing at first because I was like oh is she just like tired because she's like I'm done but then like when he was talking and so then okay sorry so then he like freaks out he like starts to freak out and telling everyone like I'm gonna go home I'm gonna go home like she clearly doesn't want to talk to me like she needs to prove to me that I'm like worth it and it's like bro you're on her show yeah like if you care for something you make time for it type of shit and it's like yeah so if you care for her 
get off your ass and make time for her. I just had total male reasoning there. Yeah. Like, dog, this isn't The Bachelor and you're The Bachelor. Like, this is The Bachelorette. You're all competing for her. So, like, why would she single you out? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I impression, not her. To yeah, because he kept being like, she needs to tell me that I'm like worth being here. Like, she needs to prove it to me. And it's like, no, like that's literally the opposite of what this show's about. Like, you're fifth. Like, you're all competing. He's <laughs> clearly letting his music career get to his. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm a celebrity musician now. <laughs> I don't need this shit. <laughs> um, but then he said, "Ew, this is the part I was like, what the fuck?" He said that. Um, Becca would regret if he went home. <laughs> uh, I Dog, mean, got 15 other boyfriends here. Yeah, I was about to say, just, I mean, not to bring up, like, Vegas odds again, but, like, the odds are just so not in your favor, like, no matter what. Yeah, and, like, honestly, um, you look like the crazy roommate from Friends, and everyone else here is hot. So yeah, like- no, that, he, like, really owned up to that lookalike this week when he started acting crazy. <laughs> But he also just looks like Ben Stiller to me. So you know, like, how Ben Stiller, I don't know, he'll always play, like, a role that freaks out. Like, what's a role that he, I don't know. He just always like kind of freaks out. And whenever he gets angry, he, that's what he was resembling to me. So yeah. Ben Stiller slash Eddie from Friends is Maybe Chris. it's, like, the goatee hair. Maybe it just changes men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, he was, like, she'd regret if I went home. And it's, like, dog, she's dating 15 other dudes and they're hot. <laughs> yeah for sure notice if you were gone like leave she wouldn't know until the producers told her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then so yeah that was like the beginning of his freak out but don't worry it doesn't end there um but then it takes like a little break from that and there's a two-on-one date with david and jordan of course because abc lives for drama Ugh. um and a two-on-one date means that it's just two guys and becca and like whatever location she picks it's usually like in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> and it usually like is between the people that are having the most drama in the house and so then it usually is like such a psycho moment yeah it's always like the, one of the highlights of the season every yeah. season <laughs> yeah um so it was david and jordan of course and i was surprised and it was like i put bfe but yeah it was like in the middle of the fucking desert like in the middle of nowhere and yeah like, and i couldn't handle when jordan was like she really looks in her element. It's like she's from, like, Minnesota. <laughs> and she's driving a Jeep in the desert. What what part of that is her element? I, th- I thought the same thing. Because he was like, she just looks so in her element. I was like, this is all desert. She's from literally the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, she's wearing those, like, Daisy Dukes. And she was, like, wearing camo and fucking Timberlands. Yeah, and then he gives, you know, he does. she looks like a snack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how stupid did he look in those pants? So stupid. I mean, he always looks stupid to <laughs> he me. But so stupid. Um, so we already knew it was going to be some drama, although it kind of t- took a turn that I didn't know. But let me just set the scene for you guys. So it's literally in the middle of the fucking middle of the nowhere desert. Like, they took a limo there, and then they met Becca, and then she drove them in a Jeep to, like, another secret location. Deeper in the desert. <laughs> yeah, deeper in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then there's just, like, a bed. <laughs> it's kind of like the jacuzzi. There's just a bed. It's the same trailer park, different sides. Yeah. Um, so there's just, like, a bed. And they're just, like, sitting there. And then she's like, okay, like, does, like, one of you guys, like, want to talk to me over on this rock? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it reminded me so much of when um on Christmas season, remember him and Ashley I and the girl that Ashley I hated went Wait. to the Badlands. The what? The, <laughs> the what bad- now? The Badlands. Uh. Do you remember that? And he like left them fighting, and he like left in the ho- helicopter. Was that Chris's season? Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's happened. A version of that has happened on every season. But I'm thinking of, was it? It was. I'm thinking of Ben Higgins. See, see, it literally happens every season. I'm thinking of his season where they left Olivia on the island. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And this boat is just sailing away. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Olivia. Yeah. Classic. Um. So yeah, it's always here's the thing on the one on one or the two on ones. It's always in the middle of nowhere, and someone always gets abandoned, just like in the middle of nowhere. Um, but like on Chris, the farmer season from like years ago, he took these two girls who were fighting to the Badlands, which I don't still necessarily know what that is. Um, Same. <laughs> but it was kind of it's like kind of deserty, and they were like fighting with each other so much that he just got in the helicopter himself and just. <laughs> Wait, who was the other girl besides Ashley I? I don't know. Whoever the girl was that was like said, Oh, oh my god, it was the girl that she like killed her husband. Kelsey fucking Poe. Is that her name? Uh, yeah. Oh I my god. So. Yes. I remember watching that actually like with you specifically and we were yeah. dying. Because <laughs> <laughs> like he just left both of them there and was like, fuck you guys. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. I remember now. <laughs> Side note, um, just in case of slander lawsuits, she didn't kill her husband, but <laughs> that's, that's yet to be proven. Yeah, no, you're right. She did not. He very tragically passed away, and it was very sad. Mysteriously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she killed him. Um, so, yeah, so then, like, she's like, David, do you, like, want to go talk over here? And then, like... David kind of played himself. I'm not going to lie. I was, like, shocked about what happened, but, like, David played himself. Because, like, immediately he just starts, like, talking about Jordan. Yeah. I mean, for being a guy who showed up, like, in a chicken suit, I thought he was, like, cool for the first two episodes. And he just took, like, a drastic turn. And he just totally screwed himself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, Do you think he's on speed? Because I put – is David on speed? can't say that that crossed my mind but he was just like so like talking so fast and like so all over the place and like he was probably nervous probably but yeah so instead of like trying to get to know each other or be like I'm here for the right reasons he just like immediately starts talking to Becca about how Jordan sucks and Jordan shouldn't be there blah 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 and that he said that Jordan called Becca a safe choice and that he would be settling if he chose Becca Ooh. And yeah. then, which hurt Becca a lot because Ari called her a safe choice as well. Or someone on the season called her a safe choice. Yeah, no, it was Ari. She was the safe choice, and obviously that didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, that's really fucked up. Yeah, it sucks. That's a shitty thing. Although I don't think it's the worst thing to say to a woman, which Jordan said. Yeah, but, no, I agree. Um, And so then she's like, okay, let me ask Jordan about this. And then Jordan, like, it's like, I never said that, like, although I'm sure he did. Um, but he's I like, don't know. I mean, I'm sure he said some, like, stupid stuff. Yeah. But I feel like David was literally just, like, forming these things in his head because of his, like, like already assumed hatred for him. Yeah. 
Yes. I don't know, because they're both just so up each other's assholes that I, like, can't <laughs> figure out who's telling the truth or, like, what's going on. Yeah, uh, but I think David let it go to his head too much. Yeah. And Jordan's just already on another planet. Like, David let it get to his head, <laughs> and Jordan's just on another planet as it is, so, you know. <laughs> that That's the perfect analogy, yeah. <laughs> David was probably normal before Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't we all? <laughs> Um, so, and by the way, Jordan's the model that I always talk about, how he's, like, stupid. Um, so then Jordan, like, talks to Becca about his mom's, like, mental illness and about how he, like, never had electricity as a kid. Yeah. It was, like, a weird turn, but I guess, like, nice opening up. Yeah, that that was, that was deep, for sure. The way that he kept saying, like, okay, I was, like, dude, (laughs) Because he was like, my mom has, like, mental illnesses, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, I never had electricity, okay? Yeah, we get it. Yeah. She'll agree with you. She doesn't know you. Um, so then Becca, like, goes and takes a second for herself. And then Jordan and David are, like, sitting on the bed in the middle of nowhere, like, arguing with each other. Then she comes back and she tries to figure out, like, what's been happening. But they keep just, like, interrupting her to, like, yell over her at each other. They were screaming, like, pretty hardcore. So, yeah. like, where where was Becca in this desert that, like, she wasn't able to hear them? <laughs> I don't know. Well, when she walked away, because then she walked away again, you can hear them arguing in the background. Yeah, that was, that was like, some intense arguing. I mean, on Jordan's end, David was just doing that thing where he sits there quietly and is like, yep, yep, yep. And Jordan was, like, going in. Yeah, Jordan was like, I'm a professional. I have everything. He's like, you rat ass bitch or something. Yeah. yeah. What did he say? He was like, I have, like, I have charisma. I have the look. I have whatever. He's just yeah, like, he, like yeah. so far up his own asshole that he like literally doesn't realize. Yeah, he's he's a character. Um. So then Becca's just like, okay, cool. Fuck you guys but I'm only going to send one of you home and I'm going to send David home because at least Jordan like tried to open up to me and like connect to me throughout all this drama. And all he was was like defending himself. David immediately went into the drama and like, didn't try to talk to me about myself, which is why you're here. Yeah. Um, Plot twist. I know. I was like surprised. I mean, I'm, I agree with her decision there. I feel bad that she had to spend the rest of her night with just Jordan by herself, but I agree. I know, I was agreeing too, cause I, and I was, like, a little surprised, because like, when she just said David, I was like, oh, no, but then I was like, no, like, she's right. Um, yeah, like, do these guys watch the show? When has it ever worked that a guy, like, stirs drama and talks crap about other guys, and it goes over well? <laughs> right, because it's like, you should be focusing on your relationship with Becca. Like, yeah. she'll learn if a guy's not good for her. Like, she'll figure it out. Yep. Um. So then she sends David home. Well, she just leaves him. <laughs> Her and Jordan get in the Jeep and drive back. <laughs> and he's just deserted there. And no one knows if he's still alive or anybody would have got him. He's, he's still there. there. <laughs> I'm just like, why? <laughs> um, and so then her and Jordan go like on a dinner date. And he just played himself. because, But he doesn't even realize or care, I'm sure. <laughs> um, he just like. He asked her, like, one question. He's like, what does a weekend look like for you? And she was like, oh, I like reading in bed and, like, 
whatever. And he was like, going to church and brunch. Oh, yeah. Going to church with my girls. <laughs> and then um, he was like, cool, cool. So a weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was amazing. He was like so excited to tell her about his weekend like beauty routines it was hilarious like yeah his like little grooming um and he's just like going on and on about like well then you got to do skincare then you got to go and do your nail care and then you got to like iron your outfits and blah blah and she's just like great gym tan laundry (laughs) pretty much um and she's just like cool and then she was like he's talking about like all the different looks that he can do with his face like pensive whatever <laughs> like showing them and then she's like such a sarcastic bitch I kind of like lived for this moment she was like gosh I just wish we could have your portfolio and he like doesn't really she was being sarcastic yeah she was <laughs> she was doing a good job of handling his um like obnoxiousness in my opinion mm-hmm. I agree um and then he was like yeah it would be great if like some like one of the producers could like bring it out like she like really wants to see his modeling portfolio <laughs> And so then at the end of, like, that date, that dinner date, she has, like, a rose on the table, and she can decide, like, whether or not to give it to him. And so she, like, picks it up, and I was like, is this bitch for real? Because I thought she was going to give it to him. Oh, same. And I was like, I can't believe she's doing this. She did the rose fake. Yep, she did the fake out. And then she was just like, you're, like, a great guy, but, like, I just, like, don't see anything with you, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, took it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, like, duh. I don't think that he even saw anything with her, so. I don't think so either. I think he was just, like, looking for exposure and, like, looking to win. Yeah. But I think that he Bye, Jordan. (laughs) See you in paradise. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll definitely go to paradise. Oh, he is. Him and Chicken. Oh, they are? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into it. Um, Yeah, well, do your research. I'm not a professional. (laughs) I say this every episode. (laughs) Well, they'll be in paradise. Um, you know who he, he would be good with is yeah. um, Chad. <laughs> what? Yeah, remember Chad? Yeah, I love Chad. I wish they would bring him back to some stuff. Him and Chad would be good together because they're both. They would just talk at each other. Yeah, <laughs> and think they have a relationship. <laughs> yeah, no, you're kind of right. Remember how much like lunch meat Chad would eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or, like, remember when he walked home from the date that he got sent home from? <laughs> oh, my God. He needs to come back. Dad. Um, Chad's from a different season, everyone. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, shout out to my dad and my mom for listening to this, especially my dad, because he has no idea anything that's going on, but he listens all the time. That's cute. I know. <laughs> so, shout out to them for listening. Um... And so then, blah, 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 she sends him home. Oh, and then he kept talking about himself in the limo, too. <laughs> like, he didn't even get it. Yeah. Um, And then it goes back to the other guys, and they have, like, a group date with, like, the remaining guys. And Chris is like, ew, this part, like, literally gave me chills. He's, like, such a bad guy, you can tell. Because he, like, she sees him, she gets, like, one-on-one time with him on the group date, and... He's like, she's like, hi, how have you been? And he's like, first of all, you owe me 50,000 kisses. Yeah, what the hell? Ew, who does he think he is? Does he think that he's a bachelor? Like, did he hit his head? Did he fall out of his bunk bed? And that, <laughs> like, 
she's the bachelor or something like why does she owe you anything you're competing with 15 other guys like she doesn't owe you anything yeah he's delusional and gross it's like beyond delusion like i think he genuinely thinks that him and beth are like solely dating and the other guys are just like his bros that are like with him during this journey i don't know what do you I don't know. think? Because, like, that was so bizarre to me. Same. I, like, I don't know. I mean, I've never liked him, but, like, I don't know where it flipped for him that he just thought that he was, like, the main, the front runner. Right. Okay, like- sorry, Rocky is breathing really close to the phone. So if you guys can hear Rocky breathing, that's our third co-host. <laughs> Rocky's her boyfriend, by the way. <laughs> Rocky's her dog. <laughs> Rocky's her tumor, but she does. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, he. I just think that he thinks that, like, that Beck is his, like, girlfriend in the sense that, like, she's not dating anybody else and so that she, like, owes him all of her time and owes her kisses, which, by the way, not to go on a long time in his rant, <sighs> even if that was... Oh, hey, Rocky. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, actually... He's what? like, feminist <laughs> rant? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, was her girlfriend or vice versa she doesn't even if they like were solely dating each other she doesn't owe him kisses by the right. way you never owe anybody any affection and if you don't want to give it to right. anyone out there that doesn't know that you're not obligated to give anybody your affection right let me just yes. um and he's just like guilting her like don't guilt her because he's like you blew me off, you didn't talk to me, blah, blah, blah. So you owe me 50,000 kisses, which is, like, that's so rapey, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like I don't have much input to give on this particular area of the show because it was just so, like, odd and just so wrong that... Yeah. Gross. Yeah, it made me feel, like, sick. Not to be, like, dramatic, but, like, I was watching and I was literally, like, I feel so uncomfortable for her. Yeah, it was super cringeworthy. Yeah. Um, and so then she's just like, oh, yeah, like, you just, like, never came to find me, so, like, you're not really making me, because he's like, you're not making me a priority, and it's like, dude, she's on a show with 15 other guys, like. (laughs) Well, yeah, and you're not even the, you're not even the front runner, like, you know how sometimes you can tell how the main bachelor or bachelorette will always favor, like, a certain few? Mm -hmm. Garrett. Yeah. (laughs) He's not even one of those in this case. I know. Yeah, and it's not hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're the only non-hot one here. You have a lot of confidence for being the only ugly one. <laughs> yeah, Ben Stiller. <laughs> He's going to listen to this podcast and come find me. He's like, oh, uh, no. well, you owe me an apology. Where does he live? He lives in, oh, oh I, I looked at this. Oh, no, it's Orlando. Ew, he would live in Florida. I know. <laughs> I only have one Florida listener, so I don't have to apologize because it's my family. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Florida, and that's no secret. So if anyone from Florida is listening, sorry. Not Fuck sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but listen, we live in great cities, so we have this attitude about us. We're superior. <laughs> By the way, as I said, I live in Seattle, but Megan lives in New York. I don't know if I've mentioned that. Um, so she's a little pretentious bitch who likes to correct me about Pete Davidson's address. <laughs> <laughs> but I would All right, moving on. If someone was like, oh, well, whatever. I don't need to go into Seattle neighborhoods. Um, but I live in the best one. Anyways. 
so he's just like guilting her, whatever. And then like they end their like one on one talk, and she like goes and talks to everyone else, and then she talks to her homeboy Will, who's my. Uh. I said from episode one of this show that Will's my top contender. I, I liked him from the beginning, too. And yeah. I will say, we have a close friend of ours. I, I won't need to name her, but she's probably listening to this, who said from the beginning that Wills was creepy and did not like him and liked John Blanc instead. Ew, if it's who I think it is. <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> Shout out, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was going to be Katie. And I was like, actually, I'm going to have words with her after I hang up. <laughs> He sucks anyway, but he's already gone. Sucks. Yeah. Um, I think of Lindsay as a completely different person now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then she's like talking with Wills, and her and Wills get along really well as they talk about every time that they see each other that they're both nerds. <laughs> yeah, he's so cute. His voice sounds like butter. I could listen to him speak all day. He seems, I like, <laughs> I feel so stupid because I kind of get like, blushy talking about him because he's like so phenomenally cute he seems like such a good guy his all of his outfits his, that little plaid checkered suit he was wearing yeah well they're yeah he has really good style and yeah. whatever he wears it might not be like like if I saw that on hangers I would be like ooh, all men should wear that no he should wear it because he can pull it off he can pull it off yeah it's like the swag yeah, and he just seems so sweet. Mm-hmm. Wills, if you're listening and you didn't win, I live in Seattle. You can DM me for my exact address. I, yeah, I don't think he wins, which is the good news in all of this, because... Because, like, what if he's the next Bachelor? I wonder if he... Well, because I don't know. I, I would assume that... Well, maybe he's still single. I don't know. I would assume that he would find a girl because everyone loves him now. Probably. If he is the next bachelor, would he be the first black bachelor? Yes. Oh my god, he needs to be the next bachelor. I know, that would be really cool. And then I could watch him every week and pretend that we're dating. I feel like he would go to paradise, though. Like, he wasn't announced in the cast announcement, because obviously he's still on the show. But yeah. I feel like he might be one of those, like, late breakers who, like, shows up. I feel like he's too nice for paradise. <laughs> I know. If he goes to paradise, I want him to be one of the ones that just, like, finds a girl and is happy. I but not really, because I want that girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hope he doesn't find anyone. <laughs> the only person that lives in Seattle is um, Jason. So yeah. That's my your, only... your pal. Your pal. <laughs> my buddy Jason, which he probably found this podcast somehow. Um, but we both work downtown, so, you know, he's cute. Doesn't he is. He, doesn't he look like exactly like the guy from um, 10 Things I Hate About You, the model? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm watching that, I'm like, is that the same guy? And 10 Things I Hate About You took place in Seattle. Yeah, you're right. It's the same. They do look alike. They look so much alike. He's I feel like that guy's been popping up a lot lately. Me They're, too. I don't know why. Um, but he liked my tweet. <laughs> and I saw him on the street because downtown Seattle is super small. Anyways, before I get way off topic about how hot these guys are and how I want them to find me. Um, so she's having her like one-on-one talk with um wills 
And then fucking Psycho Chris comes back over and is like, Wills, can I talk to you? Or like, Wills, can I talk to her? And Wills is like, no. <laughs> and Becca's like, I like that Becca defended it because she was like, we just sat down. Yeah, that was, you can tell that she was just like, please, God, don't make me talk to this guy again. Yeah. Because they never say that. Yeah. Oh, and the reason that he wanted to talk to her again, because he felt like, because when they talked one-on-one, it didn't go well. So he felt like she was going to send him home if he didn't, like, redeem himself. So he, like, interrupts Wills, and Wills is like, no. And then Becca's like, we just sat down. And he was like, well, it's important. It's like, you're not the only person on the show. Everyone's conversations are important. Like, I don't get why he's so delusional and doesn't realize they're all competing for the same thing. Like, your important thing is not more important than Wills' thing. Well, then he throws a full-on, like, hissy fit. Yeah. So then he throws, like, a whole hissy fit and then is like, please, man, it's important. Like, keeps bugging him. And Wills is, like, such a nice guy. He was like, I'll give you two minutes, but then I'm coming back. And he was like, okay, cool. And so Wills gets up, which I wouldn't have. I've been like, no, fuck off. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, Wills is, like, a nice guy, but also, like, you can tell by this interaction, but also, like, he was not, like, oh, he's fucking crazy. around. Yeah. Um, and so then they're, like, talking. He's, like, trying to explain himself. He's like, I just feel like if I didn't talk to you again, you would send me home, blah, blah, blah. And then Wills comes back and is like, okay, man, you gotta go. And he was like, Wills, are you serious right now? And Wills was like... He was, like, literally standing in the bushes, like, timing them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And then he was like, I, I'm just trying to talk to her. It's important. And it's like, once again, you're not the only, like, you're not the only person dating her. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have free reign over her time. And your time with her is, like, not more important than anybody else's here. Yeah, like, have you watched the show either? Do these people watch the show? I don't know. And it's like, listen, you delusional fuck. Like, Wills gave up his time as a favor to you so you could talk to her. He did that. So now get up because he's, like, ready to come back. Like, he gave you time that he didn't have to give you. Right. Like, instead of, like, being, like, thank you so much, Wills, and, like, probably redeeming himself in Becca's eyes, which that would have been, like, oh. Yeah, that would have been, like, a respectable thing to do, but of course not. No, of course not. He, like, starts being an asshole to Wills. And he's like, are you serious, man? Like, this is important. Like, we're talking about something important. You gave me 40 seconds. And Wills is like, I gave you 10 minutes. I was already <laughs> talking to her. You need to get up. And he's like, no, I'm not going to give up. You can leave. And then he's like, this is when I was like, Wills about to punch him. Because Wills was like, I'm going to ask you one last time politely. Please get up. And I was like, oh, shit. Wills was about to throw hands. Yeah, like, he was being so polite, but, like, he meant business, and it was just really, like, assertive, and yeah. I was digging it. I was and digging it. And Becca was, like, wet, because she, like, looked at him, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, assertive wills. <laughs> um, and so then Chris got up, and, like, they, like, went back to talking. Um, and then, like, Chris goes and tells the other guys. He's, like, can you believe wills? Like, I, <laughs> like, I interrupted his time with Becca, and then he would only give me two minutes of it. Yeah. Children. I'm glad that Garrett, like, stuck up for Wills. um, Because Wills comes back and Wills was like, hey, baby, to him. I know. That was great. (laughs) So cocky, but, like, in a hot way. Yeah. Um, And then they, like, start arguing. Like, all the guys start arguing about, like, whether uh, Chris was, like, right or wrong to do that. And I'm glad that, even though we talked about how Garrett sucks last week, um, I'm glad that Garrett, like, stuck up for him and was like, listen, I don't think that was, like, a cool thing to do either, like. Yeah, <laughs> I him. I have a really hard time with Garrett. 
because I like see their connection, him and yeah. Becca, and I think he's really hot. And sometimes he's sometimes he's like cute, and then I'm like, wait, why? But anyway, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, they definitely have a connection. Um, but yeah, like we know the real him, unfortunately. But but like at the same time, I'm like, but maybe that's the right person for Becca. Like I don't really know Becca's views on things, and she's like from Minnesota. Well. I read some, you know, when all this stuff was coming out about Garrett, I read some article being like, he said this, but she thinks this, you know, like, and I guess she posted a bunch of stuff on social, like, hashtag I'm with her. She wore like a Joe Biden shirt. Okay. She was at the Women's March and all that. So okay. she's like, definitely does not feel the same way. Good. Um, and like, listen, I'm all for people having like different political views, but like, it draws a line when you're making fun of like, high school shooting victims <laughs> yeah you can't just be like you can have different views but you can't be like flat out hateful right offensive but that's another topic for another day yeah so fuck off Garrett um but you're hot <laughs> but he like defends Wills and I'm like really glad because I'm like yeah like Chris you're so delusional like I don't get how you think that Wills is in the wrong when he did you a favor mm-hmm. it like blew my mind um and so then they go to the rose ceremony and then I was like wondering if she was gonna pull like a thing that so many people home so I was like oh I wonder if she's like not gonna send anyone home this week but she does she keeps fucking psycho Chris who'll probably like you know who Chris is exactly when you like match with someone on tinder or something and they like <laughs> they say like hey you're like so beautiful and you like don't respond because you're like at work you have a job and so then like they take you like not responding within two hours as like some like stab at their ego so then they reply like I hope you get raped you poor bitch you know yeah okay aggressive but yes but like not really because like that's exactly like what people like guys say yeah no they suck and he is that persona I see that for sure you didn't respond in two hours from like my hey gorgeous because you're like at work so now I'm gonna like threaten you um yeah well obviously the producers made her keep him for god knows what reason because we don't even like watching him right right um and so then, well, because she sent home Jordan, so then they were like, we need entertainment, Becca, you can't send home anyone else. Yeah, there's still too many, like, shitty guys that they need to keep some entertainment, or else it's just depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then she sent home sweet baby John. Yeah, oh my god, he's so cute. He's going to paradise. That's confirmed. Good. He deserves to find love. He seems like such a good guy. And he's cute. He is cute. He's, I get, like, I don't know. They didn't have a connection, and I get that. But he's very cute. And I think that she appreciated him. Yeah, definitely. But he's And gone. he, like, left in a ma- nice, mature way, not, like, <laughs> psycho. Um, <laughs> lives in San Francisco, ladies, if anybody's trying to hook up. Uh, yeah, he, like, founded Venmo. Or created yeah. Venmo. Yeah. Like, listen, that's all he had to say on the first date for me to be, like, yeah, we're getting married. Yeah, just to be like, oh, he's kind of cute. Like, I would never pay a second glance unless he's. Else can go home because he started Venmo, and uh, I'm just trying to get that coin. Yep. <laughs> um, and so then she sends him home, and then next week they talk about how they're going to Richmond, Virginia, home <laughs> the lovers. Apparently, listen, that was painful. You could tell that even Becca didn't want to say that, but she had to. Yeah, she was like, "We're going to one of the most romantic places on earth, home of the lovers." And I was like, "Where? Like Paris, Richmond, Virginia?" I'm like, "Does Becca not have a passport?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> can only stay in the country. Maybe it's because Lincoln can't travel because he's a fucking felon. Oh, yeah, sexual predator. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't even think that's a thing. That was just, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't trust Lincoln. Um, well, clearly. He's well, right. But you know what I mean? Like, even before I heard that, I was like, I don't trust this guy. Yeah, I'm, like, wondering when he's going to go home because... I don't know. I feel like they, like, re-edited episodes to maybe, like, cut him out. Because he really wasn't in this episode. No, he wasn't. Um, maybe. Who so, knows? Yeah, we'll see. And then, did you watch... So, that's, like, our recap of The Bachelor. Oh, let's talk about the Colton drama. Um, yeah, we're talking a lot. I know. I still... We still have to talk about Queer Eye. But okay. It's gonna be long episodes, because, I mean, people, like, listen at work. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I do. I will. <laughs> I'll listen to myself. <laughs> hey, I have to listen to myself, and it's not as bad as you think. No, I'm sure it's going to be painful, but anyway. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the Colton drama, and then we'll talk about the second episode of Queer Eye, and then we'll be done for the night because Megan doesn't watch the proposal, but whatever. Ugh. <laughs> um, but someone commented, like, someone said something to me today about how they, like, want me to talk about the proposal. Isn't, didn't I send you an article about that show getting canceled? Why is it still on? No, the show didn't get canceled. They just deleted that episode. Oh. oh. Yeah. Um, so the Colton drama is, which I'll just try to sum it up really fast and, like, not really go into it. Yeah, it's, it's really like, convoluted, so. so. Like, you have to be, like, deep in Bachelor Nation to, like, get what's going on. So I won't even, like, go into it. But what happened is, like, two former contestants on The Bachelor got in, like, a Twitter fight with each other. And it was revealed that... Their names are Raven and Becca, for those of you who do know. Becca with a K from Ari Susan. Baby Beck. With the short hair. Um, and then Raven from Nick Season. And I like am weirdly obsessed with her. Yeah, I like her too. Wait, side note, did you see that Taylor and Derek broke up? Oh yes, yes. Taylor lives in Seattle, but I never see her, but she's always like next to my apartment. Like she's always tagging stuff like next to my apartment. Oh really? She's annoying, I, but you know. I hate her. <laughs> <I've never> yeah. <laughs> So it was, like, revealed in a Twitter fight between them that Colton only went on the show so that he could go on Bachelor in Paradise with Tia, the girl, that ex-girlfriend that he always talks about that's, like, friends with the, the Bachelor right now, Becca, um, and that they're, like, engaged. Well, and there were pictures of, like, them filming in Mexico. Yeah, and then there was, like, pictures of them, like, outside of a restaurant, <laughs> like, kissing or whatever. And, well, the, the um, you know, the Paradise cast was released this week. And, yes, of course, Tia is confirmed. Obviously, they can't confirm Colton yet because, like I said, he's still on the show. But. So, yeah, he obviously goes. He like, obviously shows up and she's there. And, yeah, supposedly they're engaged according to this Twitter fight. And, like, that it was, like, planned all along. But, like, I don't really understand that. But, like, um. So, like, even though he, this whole time that, like, with, on, that he's been on the show and he's like, Tia never meant anything to me, blah, blah, blah. Well, now they're apparently engaged. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sure that's true. Because, um, like, it was obviously, like, confirmed by two people who are in the know. Yeah, I mean, Raven and Tia are from, like, the same town. And they were, like, besties. They were on different seasons of the show, but they are like, besties and super involved in each other's lives so I don't see why Raven would get so defensive if it wasn't a thing yeah and Becca's really good friends with Becca yeah 
And so it's like she would know. So yeah, apparently that this whole time that he's telling Becca that he's not into Tia and he's it like meant nothing. It was like a super short thing. Well, in real time, because obviously it's recorded way long ago, but in real time they're engaged. Right. So, and you watch on the show is a lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's very it's it's a lot to keep up with, different timelines, different know, people guess, from different seasons. But yeah. you know, spark notes or cliff notes, whatever version is that Colton is trash. And him and Tia are engaged. But you know what? They're made for each other. But that's fine. Whatever. They're honestly probably good together. I just don't yeah. see why he had to go on this. Well, obviously he had to go on the show to be on Paradise. But why couldn't they just date normally? Why do either of them have to do TV shows to date each other? Well, because I guess they get the money and like endorsements and like a free engagement ring, right? Sugar bear hair or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Yeah, sugar bear hair. Listen, they don't have to go to work. They get a free Mexico vacation. Diffy eyewear. <laughs> Fit tea. <laughs> okay. Which, by the way, if anybody's listening, please sponsor me. <laughs> I love diff sunglasses. <laughs> I love hair care. I want to take vitamins for my hair. <laughs> don't give me Fit tea, though. Like, <laughs> I can't handle that. Um, okay, so cool. Wrap up on The Bachelor. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see what the fuck happens next week in Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> um, I can't so wait. Talk about the second episode of Queer Eye. Did you mm-hmm. watch it? Um, yes, I watched it a while ago and then I rewatched it today. Okay. Um, so this- I did my homework. Thanks for asking. Well, I didn't know because I was like, what if she was like, oh shit, no. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Like, Okay. I'm good. Um, I'm all about Shannon and whatever his name is. Whatever his name is, the main person. What is his name? William. William. So this, the Fab Five go to DeLongia, Georgia, where they meet 41-year-old William. Um, he was sent in by his girlfriend, Shannon, and they've been dating for three years. They met at Walmart, which I was like, what a Georgia romance. Ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, like, work out at Walmart. They live in the middle of nowhere in the south, and they, like, live in a trailer together. Not judging, though, because they seem very happy. Um, yeah, they were very sweet. Like, good they're people. They're so sweet. He's, um, he's, like, super cute and nerdy. He looks like Bob Ross. And they're, just, like, <laughs> the cutest couple. Like, they, you know, like, those wine nights where you, like, go out with your girlfriends to, like, some paint studio, and you all get fucked up on wine, and you all paint the same image? They do that together, but, like, in their home. Like, just for fun. Yeah, <laughs> so they're really cute. sweet. They're so sweet. Um, so, they go to their little trailer that they share together. <laughs> and then... Was like, it a trailer? It is a trailer, yeah. Oh, it was kind of nice. Trailers are nice. Yeah, I mean, not to say that, yeah, they aren't, but it was very nice. I didn't even realize it was a trailer. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of... Like, um, once upon a time, I won't even really get into this. I thought about moving to Georgia, and, like, a lot of the homes in Georgia are just, like, those trailer-type homes. But they're, like, huge. Yeah. And they just, like, look like normal houses. Yeah, because they're, well, yeah, they're, like, the ones that are built into the ground, but yeah. that's not important. Yeah. Um, and then, like, some of, like, we can just talk about, like, some of the highlights when they're going through the house. Um, the funniest part was when... Anthony finds a bag of teeth on the headboard. Because <laughs> like, well, Shannon had been married previously. Yeah, Shannon had been married previously. She has a daughter, although I didn't know where the daughter was at the time. Yeah, she wasn't involved. Okay. 
Because, like, how old is she? I don't know, but she still has a bag of her teeth. And so then Anthony's, like, going through, like, because, like, every time they go on a, like, new person's thing, they, like, snoop through their house. So he's, like, going through stuff. There's, like, this little cute pink bag at the top of the headboard. And he, like, reaches in to see what's in it, which that's, like, that was, like, bold on his part anyways. So it could have been, like, a vibrator or, like. Yeah, but, you know, they have no boundaries. Yeah. And, so and that's the fun of it. And it's, like, a bag full of human teeth. It's <laughs> <laughs> her daughter's baby teeth. So she, like, kept it in a bag. And he was, like, he, like, freaked out. He was, like, there's teeth in here. That's really actually traumatizing. And I'm sure he hasn't done that in a house ever since. <laughs> God, it was so funny. Just like the expression on his face is so funny. And she's like trying to defend herself. <laughs> she's like, when my daughter lost her baby teeth, I kept them. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing that parents do? It is a thing that parents do. Mine don't. Listen, my parents, as I said, have four kids. They, I'm sure they don't even know if I have teeth or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like trying to defend herself. It was like, I just like kept them. <laughs> he was like, well, you don't keep them on your bed or, like, your headboard just in case, like, a group of gay Sorry. I'm very upset. Rocky's like, I hate teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you just don't keep them on your headboard just in case, like, a group of gay guys, like, comes into your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, another funny part was, like, when Karama was, like, in the kitchen making them wraps, and then he's like, calls everyone in there to, like... Ugh, yeah, like, literally chocolate sauce and... Um... Cheese Whiz. Yeah, like the canned cheese. Yeah. And he calls everyone in there to eat them, and just Anthony shows up in, like, a leopard shower cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I, like, fan Anthony, or Anthony so hard. Although, there, did you see that, like, Twitter drama about him today? Um, yeah, about the chef, or the baker, and... Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, he's, like, allowed to feel how he wants to feel. Yeah, I don't think like, that it was a huge thing. I think it was just a difference of opinions. Yeah, but everyone was like... Of course, everyone's trying to make it a huge thing, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, he's allowed to... Like, he's the person getting, like... Like, he's a victim of that, you know? He's allowed to say whatever he wants about it. If it was, like, a straight guy, it would be, like, a different story. But it's like, he's allowed to say whatever he wants. Right. Well, uh, yeah. And actually, another funny note, speaking of Anthony, apparently he's opening a um, restaurant in New York City... And so, like, that was a news article. And I guess someone on Twitter <laughs> responded is just like, no thanks. I already know how to slice an avocado. <laughs> 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 Which is so sad. Because, like, he's, like, such a good chef if you follow him on social and all that. He's but... a good chef, but he's teaching, like, his job is to teach these random people in the middle of Georgia how to cook something simple. He's not going to teach them how to make, like, a fucking six-course meal. I know. I just think the ongoing joke is, it's like, so hilarious, funny. though. Yeah. <laughs> someone, like, was like, I'm bringing guacamole and sliced grapefruit to the Anthony's over party. <laughs> <laughs> He's not over, though. Everyone on Twitter is just always in their feelings about something. Um, right. So that was cute, blah, blah, blah. And then when they did that, I, like, re- have re- rewatched this one part, like, 16 times, where <laughs> they're, like, Jonathan and Tan, like, go in the closet and they're like, they're like, let's do a fashion show. And then it, there's, like, a cold cut to Jonathan, like, in an interview style. And he, like, sighs and, like, combs his hair. And he's like, here's the thing. We put a <laughs> gaggle of gay guys in a trailer in the middle of the yeah. Appalachian Trail Mountains, honey. We're going to give you a fashion show. I know. 
I was like, those things do not go together in the slightest. It's so funny. So then they, like, put on Will's clothes and they, like, make them, like, crop tops. And they're, like, doing a fashion show in this trailer. (laughs) And then they, like, make Will do a crop top. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, it's actually so cute and so funny. And I love them. And I just sit there watching that show smiling like the biggest doofus ever. Me too. Me too. It's such a, like, heartwarming show. Yeah, truly. Will's is, like, so, I, like, really, not Will's, William. <laughs> I was confused for a second. William, all of my favorite yeah. guys are Will. William is, like, such a cutie in this episode because, like, he just, like, goes along with everything that they say. Like, I think some contestants are obviously, like, uncomfortable around gay men, but they're, like, polite. Yeah, or not even just, like, gay men, just, it, like, very uncomfortable over the like invasion of their space and it shows that they're uncomfortable about it but like he was just like down for everything like going along with their jokes everything yeah he was such a good sport it was really cute yeah he seems like such a sweet guy i know Um, and then he meets with tan to talk about his style and he shows that frazier is his fashion icon (laughs) like frazier from the show frazier also (laughs) um like the psychiatrist Fraser <laughs> from the early nineties. Yeah, Ugh. and Tan just like dies. He like <laughs> Tan is like extra bitchy this season. Yeah, and I love it. I'm. I mean, I love Tan. Me too. I he's kind he's of such... like a little onion. Like I feel like he has layers. <laughs> okay, Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I'm a right. bag of that fucking thing that's like, hey, you bag looking bitch that's me <laughs> yeah but tan is like such a peach and he's of course a nice guy but he just gets so bitchy sometimes and i love it me too well because he like really is like giving him like a wake-up call like okay great i'm not here to listen to your excuses <laughs> yeah he's like please god put on some layered printed shirts to cover your beer belly because your woman will not think you're sexy <laughs> she'll leave you <laughs> she'll divorce you yeah (laughs) but he means so well and he's precious and i love him yeah he really is and all he's asking is for these men to just not wear shirts with holes in them (laughs) yeah oh my god he like ripped his shirt (laughs) like a hole in it yeah he just like like... ripped it off of him (laughs) it's like okay to take care of yourself that's like what i like about the show because it's like Men, showering isn't, like, a stab at your masculinity. <laughs> For the love of God, wash your face. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so the whole show is, like, focused about how he wants to finally propose to Shannon, who Jonathan calls Shan Shan, um, because they've been dating for three years and she's been giving him major fucking hints. She was like, yeah, she's, like, mentioned a few times, like, she says, what, like, what band she likes. Like, what ring setting she likes, and they were like, uh. I'm <laughs> not mentioning it a few times. That's, like, telling you to get your shit together and propose to her. And then they went to the ring store, and he straight up, like, infinity band, rose gold, this carrot, this that size. Is, like, knew yeah, it was, like, everything. Like, <laughs> um, so the whole thing is, like, them planning his proposal to her. So then Anthony takes him to this, like, fucking adorable food sh- or, like, grocery store in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um... Which it was just like was the cutest little store. It kind of reminded me of AJ's from back home. Yeah, and they like pick out stuff for the little picnic basket because he's gonna propose to her with like, and they're gonna have like a little picnic. Um, 
they're like vegetarian, so they get like cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. And then Karama like drives them around, and they like try to figure out like what they're gonna do to propose to her. And she really loves romantic comedies, and like one of their favorite things to do together is like watch movies. So they decide. Oh, cute. Oh, I've watched this episode twice, and both times I like hysterically sobbed. They're so cute. They decide that they're gonna have like film a movie for her. And then, like, Karama was like, I called around, <laughs> and I found yeah. this place that's, like, screening a movie, and they said that you could play it before their movie. And so they're, like, gonna have him play his movie at this, like, movie screening in the park, so they can have, like, a picnic. Um, and then, like, Will cries, like, thinking about it. Ugh, he's like, so cute. Karama, he's, like, so sweet. Karama really makes you face your demons. <laughs> he what? makes you face your demons oh yeah oh yeah and so then he's like starts crying because he's just like so happy and he's like i just like love her so much like there's like she's like more than love like she's a word more than love but that doesn't exist which will come into play later um and then it's like jonathan's turn and he like takes him to a dermatologist the most awkward dermatologist on camera yeah that was weird but effective (laughs) yeah and so like see his skin because he says that he's like like weird rashes when he shaves or some shit. Um, I grow a full beard, so I can't relate. Then <laughs> <laughs> like he like trims him up, and he looks like a fucking different person. Yeah. Oh, he looks so good. He like went, first of all, it like took twenty years off of him. Yeah, for sure. Because like I thought he was like older than he was. Did they say how old he was? I don't recall. Forty one. Oh, okay. Um. Well, yeah, but, that looks about right. But before then, he looked like 55. Yeah, and then even when they groomed him, he looked like he was, like, maybe in his mid-30s. I mean, looked, chill. He looked good. Yeah. He looked like a completely different person. Yeah, he looked really good. Um, And him and Jonathan were, like, so cute together because he was like, okay, cool, I'm done. And he was like, okay, what's next? And he was like, well, I mean, we could, like, take our shirts off and make out. <laughs> Will just like goes like along with it. He's like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, he's they're all <laughs> Jonathan. He's so outrageous, and not everyone knows how to like handle him. But, but like, he makes everyone feel weird, weirdly so comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, love you... him. Sorry, go on. No, Sorry. I said love him. I know he's so sweet. Um. So then, they... oh yeah, Jonathan keeps doing his like Blanche from Golden Girls voice. <laughs> oh yeah that was cute and, like, what was he even saying to... I don't even remember yeah something like, about sh- I don't know what was he saying he's like because I don't know if anybody here watches Golden Girls if you don't fuck you that's the best show ever okay actually I don't watch it so that part kind of went over my head but it was still very cute well it's on Hulu anyways <laughs> where it's like because Blanche from Golden Girls obviously has like that accent he's like oh you just make me look so gorgeous oh woo Oh yeah! Oh, and he like so- makes William do it, and William's like doing it. Oh, he's so cute. Um, and then they like go to the little Fab Five loft and like film his proposal video. And it's so sweet. Like it's just crazy to me because like I don't feel like I'd feel so comfortable, but William just like goes all in. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really have like any like insecurities. It seems like because like, yeah. like okay, film this video. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's, I mean, like, it's the whole performing thing. Like, he did it, he played it off really well. And it was, like, quite a, um, like, quite the production. Yeah, it looked good. And, like, yeah, like, he acted really well in it. Yeah, it seemed really, well, like, I mean, 
I guess, natural. Yeah, which I guess it is. But still, being on camera, like, as soon as someone, like, puts a camera on you, yeah, it's, like, a whole different, like, I feel like I'm, like, such a confident person in my life, but, like, someone puts a camera on me to, like, record, and I'm, like, No, I would totally freeze up. Like, the thought of, well, not that I'm ever planning on proposing. (laughs) Hopefully someone will do that for me, but, um, like, I uh, the thought of like filming my proposal like that and like airing it and well we'll get there but like airing it in like the amphitheater of people is mortifying i know or like back to bachelor when they're like you're gonna perform yeah I, like i would literally have been like becca you're not worth it i barely know you no but he was such a good sport about it and it was so natural and it was so cute but yeah. just because he loves her so much <laughs> and, um they go back to the house. Tan puts him in some outfits to show off to the guys. And he, like, looks so good. French tuck. Yeah, the little French tuck tan signature. Um, this is, like, one of the best transformations I've seen. Because he really just looks so different. Oh, my God. And the trailer. Oh, yeah. Side note. This whole time, Bobby was, of course, renovating the trailer. <laughs> Listen, Bobby's my least favorite, so I often forget about him. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love Bobby. He's just, he truly just, like, isn't around. <laughs> yeah, because he's, like, fucking working on redoing a whole house in, like, three days. But whenever he does, like, whenever he is on camera, whenever he does say something, I, like, love him. He's fine. There's <laughs> <laughs> something about him bothers me, but I don't know what it is. Who's your fave? Is it Anthony? Um, yeah. Well, no, obviously, obviously aside from Jonathan, because obviously Jonathan is everyone's fave. Yeah. And- Although, but I also, like, no, I can't pick, because they all, like, they truly all bring something different. I know. Well, I guess that's the point. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I could pick one either, because I really love, like, Karamo and Tan, too. I know. Karamo like, Anthony and Jonathan like, come to mind when I think of a favorite, but then I'm like, ooh. Karamo, I feel, like, underrated. Do you? I feel like he's, like, well, I don't know. I follow him on social, and actually he's kind of a, a lot. yeah i I do too and i know what you mean listen anthony like really won me over an episode when when he started crying Uh, i know immediately when i was like i love anthony and no one else (laughs) i know no he's precious i mean he was a fave for sure in the first season but i feel like um he's really taken advantage of his newfound fame and i don't know how i quite feel about that yet yeah yeah i feel you um back to the actual yeah. <laughs> um so they like redid the trailer and it looked crazy good like it's beautiful on the inside um yeah and they like show off his little looks and then they leave him to meet with shan chan so shan chan comes back and she like starts crying over the trailer because it looks like so beautiful oh back to like when they go back to the bedroom before shan chan's there and bobby's like showing william the bedroom and he's like, we put shit lap up on the walls. And, like, William is just so overcome with emotion. He just, like, bear hugs Bobby. Oh. So sweet because he's just like, oh. <laughs> Listen, men showing genuine emotion will get me every time. And, like, men, take note. Like. <laughs> True. Like, God, just show some genuine emotion and, like, appreciation for things. Like, it's okay to like something and, like, be open about liking it. Yeah, but, it's so cute. It's so sweet. And then, yeah, like, they leave him to go watch him on their, like, loft camera. Chan Chan comes. She's, like, overcome with emotion about the trailer and everything. And they, like, pack up their little picnic basket. 
and drive to the movie where they're like having that outdoor screening for the little picnic. Little does she know that she's gonna get forgotten. Uh, <laughs> and so then he like sets her up at the table and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go do something." And so then he like leaves to go change into like his little suit and like during that time it's like playing his movie and. He's, like, trying to find a word that's, like, more than love in the movie, and he realizes it's Shannon. And then he's, like, I Shannon you. And then he's, like, I must tell the world. And then he's in the same outfit that he was wearing in the movie. He, like, comes out and, like, runs on stage, and he's, like, I've got to tell everyone. I, like, must tell the world. And then he runs to Shannon and proposes. It's literally, it's, it, ugh, it's a very special scene. (laughs) So sweet. Like, I'm gonna start tearing up right now. It's just so genuine and so sweet and so meaningful and like they're so in love. Like actually, like the watching them be so in love is un- almost unsettling. Right, because it's like a true like you can tell they have like a true love, like want fifty fifty equal partnership, like everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like they're not actors acting like they're in love. They're just like real people who are truly in love, and it's weird. <laughs> and like it shows him being like so vulnerable because he's doing this in front of like a, a crowd well like, yeah but it's also not like he was gonna like she was gonna say no right but clearly he was scared somehow because he it's been like three years and he hasn't done this yet so there was obviously some type of fear and insecurity uh, but they like gave him the confidence to do it uh. <laughs> i like was the first time i watched it i was like blubbering like I was literally like, <laughs> <laughs> like so stupid but it was so sweet and so they're engaged I like follow him on Twitter which oh he's like someone else who's just like doesn't know how to use Twitter oh <laughs> but like now that he's like fame he's like trying to use social media because like anytime someone him. follows him. him he's like thanks for following me but then he doesn't at them he just writes their full name <laughs> oh my god I have to follow him now and like thousands of people <laughs> um, but he said he gave up the French tuck because it doesn't feel natural to him but he still looks good well that's okay sometimes I feel like the French tuck just doesn't look natural on yeah. men yeah besides tan <laughs> besides tan yep um, one last little gossip thing before we end the show Speaking of the Queer Eye and Twitter, did you see that Tom, like, responded to something that Jonathan posted on Twitter and was like, can you ask Tan why he blocked me? Ooh, no. Episode one, season one, he married Abby, which I know you know that, but. Yeah, uh, no, I got it. But yeah, he, like, responded to Jonathan on Twitter and was like, can you ask Tan why he blocked me? And, like, obviously Jonathan never replied. But That's weird. No, right? I do think it was kind of weird how once Tom got engaged, he's all like, shouldn't the Fab Five plan my wedding? Shouldn't like yeah. Netflix show my wedding? It was kind of weird. Yeah, I think, and he was like selling hats and stuff. So Yeah, I try not to think too much into it because I don't want to like ruin something that seems so like pure and good. So, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe Tan was just like, okay, buddy, like we're not friends in like real life. Like I just helped you on like a makeover show. So, like, yeah, which is no big deal me. if that's the truth, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and, like, maybe just, like, stop tagging me and everything. Yeah, and I think Tom is just probably, like, an awkward old man trying to use Twitter and probably just annoyed Tan. Yeah. No big deal. That's what I think it is, too. Um, but I, when I first read it, I was like, 
But weird. Like, why would he block him and not just unfollow him? Oh, I don't know. Well, because then Tanner. Oh, because oh, oh, if you tagged. block, then you can't. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Answered my own question. <laughs> Welcome to Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't block people. I don't get blocked. Oh, you will after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Mr. Milt. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is the episode. It's a super long one. They're probably going to all be long with two co-hosts because I can just talk forever. Yeah. Um, deal with it. But then it gives you something to listen to until Sunday when I record just like the normal gossip one. Um, once again, go follow my Instagram at Podcast. I wish it was just pop culture twine, but it's not. It's pop culture twine podcast. Yeah, it's really, it's really effing long. It is. I'm sorry that one fucking douche already took pop culture twine. Yeah, that sucks. Um, and then slide into my DMs about anything you want to talk about, whether you enjoyed having a co-host. I don't really care if you didn't, because like I said, this is my podcast. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> and then catch us every Wednesday night, and we'll be back here talking about The Bachelor and Queer Eye and oh, if you want to talk about the proposal, just keep spanning, spanning Megan about it because No, I'm not watching. I tried. I really did try. I watched like 15 minutes of it. It's coming! <laughs> cool! Um, if you want to talk about the proposal to me, you can slide into my DMs about that too. And once again, I know I end every show on this, but, like, seriously, thank you so much for everyone that listens. It, like, still blows my mind how many people have listened to my show. I, like, sometimes I feel like I'm talking into the void and, like, everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Like, we don't care about your podcast. But clearly you guys are listening, whether you're hate listening or not. It still comes up as a number, so... Thank you.